What the fuck going on, y'all? You are now tuned in to episode 1066 of Not Politically Correct. It is your boy, Real McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What It Do, a.k.a. Young Splash God, a.k.a. No Cap Charlie, a.k.a. Smooth Job Johnny, a.k.a. Doped Up Danny, a.k.a. Motherfucking uh, FBI Mike, a.k.a. Hip Hop Harry, a.k.a. Uh, Hallway Jones, because your bitch, you got a ringtone, and I know I was it at some point in the late 90s, early 2000s. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Real McCoy KPZ. And sometime on Snapchat at Rumacoy Rebel. There is no Cody today. But Russell. <laughs> but Russell? Uh, let's not put those together. But Russell, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it is Russ the Bardman, a.k.a. Teddy Russ, a.k.a. Smooth Fingers, a.k.a. The Progenitor, a.k.a. King Universal, a.k.a. School Wars Q, a.k.a. Russ the Bus. Alright, and then you can find me on the Chattiest of Snaps as Thaddeus Snapchattiest and on IG at Candid Cupidity, C-I-N-D-I-D underscore C-U-P-I-D-I-T-Y. I-D-I-T-Y, I-D-I-T-Y, I look, I, I'll never get, that will never get old, I'll be old saying that. <laughs> it's already old. Like, yeah. um, so are you? Definitely not old. That's a classic right there. Right, classic material, and li- hold on, people, hold on. Speaking of classic. You're right, speaking of the classic shit, <laughs> we have. In the building. The one. In the online. In the right, ether. online, in the ether, on what, in the ethernet cable, we have <laughs> <laughs> the one. The only, the second. Right. <laughs> Celestial Nova. <laughs> we have the Celestial Nova. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> What's happening, everybody? It's TS, a.k.a. C. Nova, a.k.a. Hank Hook, a.k.a. I'm going to say Dispatch Mac. I like that one. <laughs> what? I like that. Mac, or Mac the Dispatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mac the Dis- Big Mac the Dispatch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. it. Delivering diabetes on all you motherfuckers. <laughs> the truckloads on what? It's really, it's really just uh, pure sugar. That's all it is. There's nothing, nothing special about it. Though. Yeah. TS stands for truckload supplier. I got it. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> wow. It is an honor. It is an honor to have you back, good sir. Um. And so, it's good to be back. It's good. It's good to be here. I missed you guys. Of course, of course you did. You liar. You lie. <laughs> um, TS missed us. I know he. I know he did because he said so, and we believe him. Um, I just want to let y'all know. Just so you know, we do have a Facebook group. It is not politically correct podcast. You can get on there, join there, and you can uh, be a part of all the shenanigans, if you will. Uh, we have a page you can like the NPC podcast podcast page. Thank you very much, Voice. Um, we are on Twitter at NotPCPodcast. And then you can find us on SoundCloud, your podcast app, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, anything you can listen to shit on except for Tidal because I think that they might be anti-black. Shout out Jay-Z. But just search <laughs> Not Politically Correct Podcast and we will come up. You can like us, leave a comment, talk to us, all that good shit because you know how y'all internet niggas love to do. So, without... Um, and- Check, you know, look out for Spotify because that may be shut down soon with everybody pulling away. But you know, we yeah, still exactly. <laughs> shout out Joe Rogan. We don't pull out. Right. <laughs> and that's the name uh, of that. That's the name well, of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> said, what is that actually? When you say when you say pull out, I believe they make a brand of couches. I don't right, know. Exactly. Something. Like, <laughs> something like that because it can't be what I think you're talking about. Um, 
But now it's time for Spigot 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 at Sports. And before we start, we have no Cody, everyone, but but we do have the three of us, and we are going to provide you with your um weekly sports. So bi-weekly? Bi mm. oh yeah, bi-weekly. Bi-weekly. Yeah, my bad. Bi-weekly sports. It- once a monthly uh, twice twice a monthly <laughs> monthly <laughs> um monthly oh yeah i guess i use way too many words thank you pro janitor um, so next week or by the time you guys get this sunday <laughs> by the time you guys get this sunday february 13th the cincinnati bengals will see the la rams in this year's super bowl Sponsored by Pepsi, head ass. Um, <laughs> so yeah, those two, those two teams made it to the Super Bowl. First of all, the Bengals upset the first and second uh, seeds in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Um, which I know was the Tennessee Titans, and I can't remember who the second seed was, but was it was it Tampa? No, nah, because I don't think they upset. It might have been Tampa, but either way, they somehow made it out. No, it was the Chiefs. They upset the Titans and the Chiefs. Mm. And boy, man oh man, like no one saw that one coming. I don't, I don't, I didn't see that one coming. I don't think a lot of people saw that coming because um, I know they were talking about um, Vegas was uh, having a fit and <laughs> 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 losing all kinds of money. Man, that's, it's it's really it's really wild how that how that how that happened, but uh. The Bengals are, are are in there, man. Shout out Cincinnati, another Midwest city. I, I love it. I love it when we get that shit done in the Midwest. Mm. Um, they've been having an interesting season, you know. Um, I'm I'm really I'm really surprised, but not surprised, um, because they've been um, kind of up and down, but mostly they've been pulling through somehow. Yeah, uh, it's it's really crazy this this season for them has been um, very, very in their favor. Uh, I think they maybe lost, like, four? Maybe more than that. They And that's and that's the thing about a team like that. You don't expect you. It's so great when you see there's something going on, but you're like, nah, I don't know. And then they just keep doing shit. Like, damn, damn, damn. It's, it's, right. It, it's, uh, it's, it's been great to, to just see, you know, see this kind of happen. And so shout out to them. Um, right, right. Shout out to Matt Stafford. Fuck all that. So <laughs> <laughs> this man has been losing with the Lions for Lord knows how long now. And I know Dog was just geeked to be in the NFC Championships. Like, bro, this, are right. y'all used to this? <laughs> is this what heaven is like? <laughs> I'm sure Dog was just happy to get nachos at the stadium. Like, he was. He didn't you give mean, a damn gotta, if they I gotta, won. I gotta be in the game. I, I right. gotta watch it from home. Right, exactly. I get to play too. Right. This is crazy. I'm not on the couch hating them niggas. That and the, the funny thing about that is, um, he's always been a, a top level quarterback, and so it is. I is shout out to him to see him, you know, potentially get to this this time to. Potentially get a ring, you know that'd be great. And and on his team, Odell Beckham Jr. I'm always a fan of, o- of Odell Beckham, man. I've always just one of the best receivers in the game, man. Um, for this generation, man. And I just I've always low key. I don't talk about him much, but I always root for him. I'm like I hope that man get a get a ring. I hope that man make it to the right team and get to. You know what I'm saying? Always. And yeah. so so him being on the Rams with with Stafford like that that 
that is going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a lot of magic because both of those two guys have been ready to be at this at this point, man. And I think the quarterback in, for the Bengals, um, I don't want to lie and say his name because I'm not Cody because I, I don't know it, but um, he, <laughs> he is uh, younger. He's younger, man. And he, um, I think, let's say, you know, shout out to both of those teams and I want both of them to enjoy because I just like underdog shit happening. But let's say he doesn't win this one. Matt Stafford ain't got that much time. He already been playing 15 plus years. He ain't mm-hmm. got that much time left. Whereas right. the, the young boy can come back in the next year or two and make it happen again. So I, I really want I, my, what I want to see happen is um, I want to see the Rams win. Their, their last Super Bowl appearance was the year 2000 where they won against um, the um, Tennessee Titans, the newly uh, formed Tennessee Titans. Those are actually, the Tennessee Titans they played for had just moved to moved from Houston. They were the Houston Oilers, and they moved to Tennessee, um, to Nashville, Tennessee. So that was the, their first year, and um, Rams beat them then when they were in St. Louis. So their their um, their franchise does have Super Bowl wins. The Bengals, however, I don't think they have a Super Bowl win. And their last Super Bowl, they lost. They went twice, and their last Super Bowl. Um, when they lost, they lost in '88. So this will be a good, again, a good game. But I really want the Rams to pull it out. Who do you got? Who are you guys rooting for in this game? The Rams. <laughs> he said the Rams. Niggas, who the fuck? Matt Stafford. Hey, the fuck? <laughs> Matt Stafford featuring the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> and let let it be known, the Big Mac from Dispatch. <laughs> Let you know that. <laughs> Why do you have a trucker? You know what? Never mind. I'm not gonna. Even... <laughs> I'm gonna have to... immediately Texan. Exactly, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna have to put. put you the... from Milwaukee? Right. Exactly. <laughs> I am a Big Mac from Dispatch. They <laughs> talk like that up here too. So right. that's it. Exactly. Bro. Oh man. Um, I am looking forward to whoever has the better Super Bowl party. I don't really give a shit. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> Whoever got the best buffalo chicken dip, that's yeah. what Russell gonna be happy about. Nachos, uh, sandwiches, right. pizza, wings. Right. <laughs> so, shout out to those two teams. Um, also Super Bowl halftime show. Let's not forget it's gonna be Dr. Dre. You know the legend, the legend, the myth. It's gonna be Eminem. You feel what I'm talking Let's about? Go. It's gonna be Snoop D O Double G. You feel me? Let's go. It's Let's gonna go. be Young K Dot, Kendrick Lamar. Come on now. And Miss and Miss Mary J. Blige. This is about to be a hype wing. It's about to be Monet. It's it's <laughs> No bullshit. Uh her about to be the best. Right. Tone deaf super bowl. Okay. <laughs> Here he go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so that's that's actually um the halftime show I'm most excited. I haven't been this excited about a halftime show in ages. Uh so there, yeah, shout out. This is gonna be a good Super Bowl to watch. Find yourself some some good uh some good dips and, and chips and shit and have at it, man. Um also the All-Star game is coming up very soon, very, very soon. I believe it's in Vegas this year. Um so when it comes to people who deserve to be all-star this year, I mean obviously you have your, you know, your top contenders, you have your um uh, you have your um Giannis's always, you know. Um usually LeBron is somewhere up there. I know uh Steph Curry. Um, got to be in the running somewhere. Um, so Wait, before we get off of, uh, of of football, um, what do y'all think 
of this new <laughs> this new team name, yo. For oh Washington. God! Oh my God! <laughs> Forgot about that. The Commanders. Oh man, hilarious! It's hilarious <laughs> and kind of an insult too. Like, damn, you guys couldn't think of anything outside of war out of all the nouns, <laughs> right. To choose but from. But I'm like, listen, that. It's it's very very Caucasian because like listen, <laughs> it's not like a fucking a fucking uh, uh 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 what you call that uh, um not Sylvester Stallone but damn near him and the other nigga Arnold Schwarzenegger oh Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. Commando yeah <laughs> they've been saying that on on Facebook calling them the Commandos yeah this shit is funny <laughs> uh, it was like so don't none of them wear drawers like what the fuck is this team name um but the funniest thing is that you know they went from uh. What the fuck is it? Um, all these different like racist names that they put there in the first place, like the Redskins, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, the Chiefs from different teams and shit like that, the Braves, and now is Commanders. I was like, what the fuck is next? The slave Masters. Might just say motherfuckers just heading that direction. Might as well say Slave Masters. Oh, also, do you know this is real random, Plantationers. but <laughs> the Slave Masters comment just made me think of this. Um, uh, me and Alexis definitely spend time watching um reality TV. I'm a, a trash TV fan, if you didn't know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there is a show. They've been doing a lot of more reality TV shows where they go into like, um, realtors business, like loving mm-hmm. listings and all this type of shit. And there's this mm-hmm. one. <clears throat> these two shows have really started to show us. They changed the name. It's like politically incorrect to call it the Masters. Uh, bedroom, they call it. Like, uh, they call it like the owner suite now because the master's be- yeah. the master's bedroom was really come from the you know what I'm saying like slave time yeah. type shit. So yeah. I just that's mad random has nothing to do with anything. But the thing <laughs> is, it, it's it's not the master's bedroom. It's the master bedroom. It's the main bedroom. Yeah. But because everybody's so fucking sensitive, which um also prevented Boondocks from doing a reboot. I was pissed about that shit. Shout out. But, uh, Shout out Geek Set, by the way, for 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 getting a, that scoop, man. Uh, fans, friends of those fans and homies with um, some of the people from those are my brown deer homies and shit like that. Um, so I just uh, appreciate everybody, everything that's going on over there, and mm-hmm. the Geek Set, uh, the network and everything with them, uh, and also NWO Nerd Nerd World Podcast, uh, Nerd Nerd World yeah, Nerd World. Order podcast, um, them fellas be getting it in. So <clears throat> shout out them for scooping that shit and giving it to the world. So, <clears throat> but yes, I think um, I think people are like mad, 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 mad sensitive because it was <clears throat> when I heard that like they were changing, they were, were not allowed to say master bedroom. I'm like, this. It took a while for you to one day wake up and be like, no, like you know what I'm saying, like that. It just feels right. like it just feels like this one of those things we could, we could let it we could let it go. It's not you know what I'm saying we could we could let that one go. But right, right, yeah. It don't all have to be so politically correct, man. I mean, <laughs> why is it bad that they're pro- really trying to get rid of the word master period from the dictionary just because? <laughs> right, you can't even get your masters no more. Right, right. you can get your bachelor two. What the fuck, the pro bachelor? <laughs> right, bachelor squared. The, the next one degree and shit. Each one, right. each right. one joint. This uh, is the main degree. Right, exactly. but, but I'm saying, like, like even changing it from the master bedroom to the owner suite is still like fucking racist. <laughs> you call it the owner suite. The fuck out of here. God. Oh man. 
Yeah, I don't watch them. Y'all better get it together because that name is raggedy as fuck, bro. That shit is like real <laughs> life lame, bro. I don't know what the fuck they was on with that one, but. Who did they talk to? They'd be like, yeah, we're going with this. Right, exactly. Like, who gave y'all the the inclination to be like, this This, this the one. This this definitely the one. This Okay. <laughs> okay. It had to be like some random ass nigga on the street that, that, do, that do drugs and ask for a dollar and shit to like wipe the windows and shit like, what do you think about this, sir? Yeah, I mean, the command, yeah, the commander, that, that shit, yeah, yeah. Nah, ask probably some little kids. Yeah, we can be the commanders. Anyway, I'm a lieutenant. Right. <laughs> do we get squirt guns? And ass. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, all-star game. Before we started this conversation, Russell, you mentioned John Morant. Yeah. Um, I I seen um a couple of highlights for this fool, and this cat be jumping out the gym. Out the fucking gym, like the nigga is sick. But I don't know his exact stats. This is I'm not Cody. I don't know his exact stats and shit. But <laughs> the man, the man got Memphis in like the top three or four seats on in the West. Memphis mm-hmm. Grizzlies, bro. Right. Going stupid. Beating, beating. Beating top teams, bro. Beating top, right. teams, knocking, t- bro. Flexed on um on uh Golden State, and it, it this is really their year. Golden State is back, like, and flexed on their shit, bro. So, yeah, that man is crazy. That man is crazy, and I would look. I can't wait to see what he does in the playoffs. I can't right. wait. I can't wait. And also, um, I seen somebody on 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 um Facebook comment about this. They were like, it's gonna be really soon where we are gonna have to start those. John Morant is. Um, one of the best point guards in the league conversation sooner than later. And he's, you don't, I think it's only his second year, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like, bro. Yeah. This man. No, no, no. Third year. I don't want to say he's a third year. I think I heard that on one of the highlights that he's a third year. Okay. 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 So he still ain't even at year five. This nigga ain't even, even a right. half a decade in yet. This nigga is three years in. Yeah. Right. It's about the. It's about to be a problem for some of you niggas, man. But you could, but you can look at him and see, okay, it's like, okay, he's gonna be the one of the new, you know, Curries or whatever the case. Like one of those those point guards that are, you know, life author. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna. I feel like the Memphis is gonna have them a run in the same way. The same way, you know, the Bucks have been having a run the last like five years where we slowly built up. Then we got the championship last year. Like Memphis, mm-hmm. they get some if they get just maybe a few more to it, maybe even one more. They they look like ready. But right. I mean, if you get maybe just one more, one more tool, they might be the team to watch out for. Um, so I want to see him in the in the All Star game. I would definitely want to see. Um, you got to give Durant like you know the Nets been doing their thing, of course. Um, you got to give, you got to put fucking um, uh, Steph Curry in that motherfucker. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Giannis, of yeah. course, ever, just like you know, like clockwork. You got put. It's some of the people that you got to put in, but there's some people that we gotta, you know. Definitely, um, definitely look out for. I think there are some people that have some lower numbers this this season, including um my fr- my main guy James Harden. <laughs> I was gonna say my friend, nigga don't know me. Um, <laughs> and then um, what's uh what's the other guy name? Dame, Dame uh da- Damian Lillard. Like we ain't even oh, making too, he ain't even making too much noise this season. So I don't know what the numbers are looking like. Uh. Man, it's just uh, it's I don't know. This is um, this season just feels like a new season. It feels like something you know that we ain't really had in a minute. You feel me? Like it's just uh, you you can see some of the newer talent coming in doing their thing. Also, uh, 
what is um uh, not is it Lamelo, the young the youngest ball son on uh, Charlotte, <laughs> the youngest ball right. son. Uh, that nigga still doing this shit too. Like I think Charlotte is in the top like um eight on the um eight on the E. So shout out to him man. like uh that little motherfucker be going crazy with it too. So um I just uh I'm liking this new little. It, it's it's hard because I feel like I'm getting old because the people that are in my generation, they're like our generations, the people that we grew up with got like two years left. Like right. LeBron James. LeBron James is on season 19. Bro, like LeBron James has been doing this for 20 years, bro. He don't right. got that, long, that much longer left, which is weird to think about because he's still playing right. at such a high right. high level. He's not even 40 yet. Right. And he's, he's playing in such a, a demonstrative way. Like he hasn't slowed down in my opinion to me yeah all that much yeah he's still as aggressive he's still um as forceful and powerful going to the basket um as he was for most of his career like i haven't really seen him slow down like you see a lot of other veteran players do yeah yeah for sure for sure um i um i really Though I though I love an underdog story, I almost want the Lakers to get one more before he goes. Not for him, mm. but Melo's on his team now, and they got some. They mm. got another like few people on the team that I think deserve a, a, a ring. So I wouldn't mind, you know, them getting one more maybe. Uh, but yeah, no, we're rooting for the Bucks. <laughs> he said, "No, nah, fuck all that, fuck all that." Yeah, I. I... <laughs> Don't understand why you even said that last sentence. We're about, rooting you know, for the Bucks. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna take that out. Look at that. <laughs> no, nah, we root for the Bucks, but if so happens they don't make it, which the Bucks sometimes tend to do, we usually be like, "All right, I guess y'all can have it." Type of shit. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That type of shit. Um, I, <laughs> until that happens, it's we, <laughs> so right. listen. I live here, and I don't give a shit. Like I said, I just want a good game. You don't like the Rockets team? <laughs> Last right. team in the league and shit? I don't know how that... It's crazy. Dude, how... man, so I went to one game this year. The the Bucks played the Rockets, and I was assuming that the tickets would be cheaper because the Rockets kind of suck. But because the Bucks were in the stadium, the tickets went up. I looked at next week or whatever, when, or the next week after that when the Rockets were playing some random team, and the mm. same seats I was in was like 20 or $30 cheaper. It was like, yeah. yo, what the... Uh, it's... <laughs> It's great that the Bucks are doing great because now they're worth something. But right. at the same time, it's like, damn, man, this yeah. is. Oh. <laughs> All right, you used to be able to go to the uh, Bradley Center and get like a good ass, a nice ass little normal seat for fifteen bucks back in the day, man. Yeah. That wasn't. That no, wasn't you go to the yeah. Bradley Center for free because you were a straight A student Dude, and they were yeah. giving away hell coupons. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you just go outside. My hair, stop it. Like here, I got these tickets. I don't want them. Right. <laughs> They're not gonna do nothing oh, for shit. me. Like. Yeah, what shit? Oh. Right. It's row three. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> big ass slice of pizza right, and big exactly. ass soda. I'm great. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Shout out to the old bucks. We we missed those times. Uh, <laughs> man. Um. So, also in sports, Las Vegas Aces head coach Becky Hammond will become the first WNBA coach to exceed a one million dollar salary. Um. So, congrats to this to this woman. That being said, fuck all that, because there is a just dis- the disparaging like salary gap between that and what the players. That's 
four times, according to one of the players' tweets. I can't remember her name. Um, but she basically tweeted that this is four times the max player contract in the WNBA right now. That is totally unfair. That is. I don't think it is, though. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Okay, Russell. Why do you say that's not that's not unfair? I would because like because the players' salaries are based on the revenue they bring in. If nobody's watching the WNBA, we can't expect them to raise their salaries. So how did the coach salary? Because here? they need somebody to coach these people. <laughs> you, you're you're looking at it from the wrong angle. You're looking at it from the um, the perspective of um, someone who does not. No business. You you're a businessman now. You got you got to look at this from a businessman <laughs> perspective. Um, if the NFL was shit, the players would not be making money. The coaches would still be making money because the coaches bring the players who bring the people. But if the players are not performing to the to the caliber that is necessary to produce the ratings that are necessary to keep this franchise open, you still got to pay the people who are on top. If a business is failing, um, say like GameStop. They don't play their employees more. They play they, they pay their managers and their district managers more because the district managers can pull other people in to make the sales for the company. It's a business thing. It's it's got nothing to do with um, this is unfair to the players because the players are great. They don't generate the revenue to keep the um, organization alive. They really don't. Wow. wow. You heard it here first. WNBA players are like GameStop employees. <laughs> I mean, in this analogy, they pretty much are. But the thing is... <coughs> which means, which means and, y'all actually are pretty all great. The, all the, they, they're phenomenal employees. Remember the uh, the women's soccer team? When yep. they was talking all that shit, and yep. they were doing amazing. Yep. And they got beat by that 15-year-old team? Oh, they did? Yes, they got stumped by that 15-year-old boys team. Ooh. And they stopped talking all that shit. <laughs> um, the, the, the disparity between um, men's sports and women's sports... Is is astronomical. It's terrible. I, I you know I agree with you, but at the same token, these are money making machines, and the one that makes the most money gets the most money poured into it. It's just like any other business. Damn. Damn if you want to be if you want to be um, fair and unfair about it, stop paying the NBA so much and pay teachers. You know, play those people who are necessary for this country. We've had this Let's conversation go. before. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. Um, stop paying doctors so much. Pay the nurses. Pay the the nursing staff who usually takes care of the people instead of the people who be like, okay, yeah, you, you're, this is what's wrong with you. All right, you can see me in like a month and a half. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like yeah. it's the way this country is structured is fucked. Not <laughs> so. Not the the actual devices that are in place, but the way it's structured is fucked. And because it's a money-generating machine, you got to look at why the money is where it is. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, spoken like a true OG. Shout out to Russ for breaking it down because I am looking at it a little bit different now. Um, okay. I mean, that does make sense. Wow. Okay. Shout out Becky Hammond for uh, being the first uh, WNBA coach to exceed a million dollars. I mean, yo, I don't think you should have to switch up your whole perspective. I mean, right. 
<laughs> no, he, I know. He no, offers a really good point, but at the same time, there's nothing wrong with being like, "Yo, there's a huge difference in pay here," yeah. and that kind of sucks. I mean, even in business, you have a manager and you have employees, but the manager is not making twenty times what the employees are making. The manager might be making more than, but not it, that damn much more it's than. A, it's a percentage. It's a percentage based on any um, um, any organization you look at. It's a it's a percentage. Um, because where I work at now, they they make a percentage more than, than I do. And it's a pretty good percentage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not millions, uh, but that's... And millions! <laughs> that's the type of um, industry that they're in, though. Um, in the NBA, it's not um, a difference of, like, $20 or $5 or even 5%. It's a difference in millions in all of these sporting um, uh, industries. So from one NFL player, NFL player to another, there might be a disparity of $80 million because of the the, the player um, between certain coaches and players. It may be a disparity of $50 million um, or $500,000. Like, it, that disparity um, and discrepancy exists in those industries because of the type of industry it is. Now, um, as far as, like, the teacher and a principal in a school, it's not going to be, like, a million dollars. It's not going to be, like... $500,000. It may be like $40, but it's still a difference in pay. That's every industry. <laughs> it depends on the industry. That is, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean, I definitely can't... depends on the industry. <laughs> yeah. That's why, that's why, and that's, uh, listen, man. So, logic and science, the way that shit works <laughs> is I will buckle on any time. Dude, listen, me and, <laughs> me and my mom were having a little uh, this disagreement the other day. Mm-hmm. And she dropped straight logic on my shit. <laughs> straight. Man, not only did I shut up and feel bad, I actually wanted to impregnate her at that very moment because that is that is key. I am going to buckle anytime. Tia said, don't change your whole argument. Well, the man said, you man really did. You're fucking down. Hold on. Hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on now. Because uh, listen, <laughs> it makes sense. God damn it. I don't like it. I don't like it. But it makes sense. It makes sense. So... Yeah. I mean, I get it. And I'm not saying it's it's unjust. I'm just saying that's just how the businesses run. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no we, and we should, I think we should work on changing these businesses and business models and the way shit functions. And I'm mm -hmm. not, and I'm not actually even uh, knocking Becky for getting the bag. I'm knocking right. the, really it the is. The yeah, yeah. The, the, the way, it, the way it's set up is they should be, I'm not knocking nobody getting their bag, but also it, it was the, it was the, the key fact of, they don't bring in the revenue because that is that is true. That is true, and I think if they don't, if they don't, because this is a sports entertainment business. Mm -hmm. When you have a brick and mortar store like GameStop, and they don't bring in the revenue in the store, that shit gonna crumble and shut down eventually. So it's like you can only, you know, pay them as well as you know you get. Like right. places like places like McDonald's and Chick Fil A. Things of that nature don't have no excuse to not pay nobody at least fifteen an hour at minimum because right. y'all making money and what is it hand over fist is what they call it it was like you just you just y'all yeah. racking in money y'all never like it's crazy bro it's like right so. but the difference between those type of organizations <clears throat> and listen I'm I'm all for people making more money because the standard of living right now is much higher than it, it has been. Um, for for every every place every place it has just um, increased so drastically and terribly. Um, one of the reasons being um, that you basically can't live nowhere on Earth now because um, landlords are just destroying 
<laughs> right. <laughs> that don't make economics. But um, the fact is, uh, with those type of companies, they would sooner put machines in their shit than pay their employees more. You know what I mean? Because yeah. a lot of places have gone the automated route and got written, rid of employees to make more money because that's honestly what you're in business for is to make money. Um, corporations don't care about people, and that's where we get it twisted because we care about the people. We want the people to be, you know, making more and to have a livable uh, salary and wage. But corporations don't give a shit about that. They care about results. They care about money. And hopefully this works in the favor of the people working for them so that they do get that increase to be able to just be, be able to live. Right. But honestly, um, and I, I say this from, from if I was in a corporation's um, standpoint, if it's more feasible for me to let you go and have my shit run uh, automatically, that's what I would do. Um from a money standpoint. Yeah. But yeah. because I am a human being, I wouldn't want, unless, you know, I've had the experience that y'all just not going to do shit with this money I give you, then, you know, I understand that. But I would still be working towards getting people a livable wage because I would want you to come back to work and not be stressed out and take care of the people that are coming in. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. Okay. Well... But again, it depends on the it depends on the industry. Yeah. I I agree. People need to be paid a fair and livable wage and all, but we are moving away from a more we're moving away from a manufacturing and farming um, strong country and world. So now you you have to be some kind of technical in order to get that kind of money. Before you did need to be hands on. You, you needed to know how to turn a wrench. So that way you could work in the factories or work in the, the coal mines or you had to be hands on because that's all we had. But now we're moving away from that. We're going towards automation. So your skill set also has to move with that. Now mm -hmm. we're not looking for so many people that can turn a wrench and that can uh, be hands on. They're still needed because mm -hmm. we still need to build stuff. But we don't need as many of them because more things are automated. Right. So it, it's, it's but now a you need discussion. now it's you need troubleshooters. But like you said, you have to uh, evolve with the industry, um, and that's that's how it's always been. Um, when computers first came out, they needed a lot of people to run that big motherfucker. But now that it's uh, uh, portable and small size, now we need more people to troubleshoot. Now that it's going to the cloud, we need more people who understand the cloud and how that works and how to troubleshoot that. So it, you know, like you said, the industry's changed, and you have to be. Um, be able to keep up with the Joneses, as they say. <laughs> okay. okay. This is yep. a good good sports conversation. Uh, <laughs> um, now, I don't mean to, to lead us out of out of the woods here, but before we exit the sports uh, area, um, Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady. Thomas Brady. Thomas. Thomas, <laughs> Thomas the Brady. <laughs> he is, has announced his retirement. Tom Brady the GOAT. 22 seasons. Seven <laughs> rings. <laughs> two teams. Only two. He's, only, he's really only played for two, <laughs> two teams. He basically uh, carried the flag for the New England Patriots franchise. Two decades, man. Um, right. 
Uh, and it's so dope that he has rings on both teams. Come on, man. Like, for, and a ring the first man. year. Yes. Ring in the yes. first year, man. Like, That's how cold that man is. Give him his flowers. Man. Um, and I think he has seven rings and ten Super Bowl appearances, uh, which is... Shout out this man, man. Like, we gonna... That's not gonna... Um, that is just... We can never, we can never take away, you know, we all have our favorites at certain things and, you know, things of that nature. But I think one thing about Tom Brady is you can never take away from that man is that he was really, um, his whole career been top, you know, in the top ranking, like top three quarterbacks in terms of his numbers and what he's done and what he do. He has just always been, he's like the, he reminds me of LeBron James. He's like the LeBron James of football. Like when it's all said and done, We'll probably be think, talking about LeBron James the way we talk about Tom Brady. So, I uh, I never was a New England Patriots fan because I always knew that they always had the potential every year to upset anything I wanted to happen. Whether it was I was whether I was rooting for the Packers, which trust me, every year I am. But I had my other teams. Honestly, I, I never. I don't know if I said this out loud. But I think my <coughs> sentence is on the pod. But the, the Detroit Lions have always been a team that I wanted to do something. Why? Nothing more than the very fact that I think they have the best logo and jersey and colors and all that shit, uniforms of any team. But that's neither here nor there. So anyways, um, I just think Tom Brady really, when all the stuff that he's accomplished, when you talk about goat work or someone being the goat, he has to go in top three at minimum of greatest football players to ever exist. And that's just, I just don't think it's not anywhere around that. Like, he's Jay-Z Nas <laughs> level, motherfucking Tupac level, you know, caliber of football, <laughs> football player. Um, how do you guys feel about uh, Tom Brady and the retirement thing, man? I think he's done work, and I don't blame him for retiring. I mean, at this the point of retiring, I think, is to you've amassed enough money to continue living without having to work. So why continue putting yourself in harm's way? You got 500-pound men running at you to end your life at any point in time, but you have enough money to quit and you can live on your jersey sales and everything else. Yeah, man, go ahead and retire. You, you got rings under your uh, on your belt. Come on, you good? You good? I, I don't feel bad for him, and I encourage him. This is exactly what you should be doing. You get to a point in your career that you've accomplished X amount of things, and then you call it quits when you know that you have enough money to sustain your way of living until you pass. You're good. Right. Okay. Russell. <clears throat> um. It, it kind of feels like it's the end on error. Yep. Um, because as we said um, before, um, that cat was dominating back before there were pixels. Uh, <laughs> in video games and shit. Um, when it was just a blurry person. A square. Uh, on a bunch of colors. Right. Triangle and shit. Like, yeah. Know. <laughs> that made me think of like an NFL blitz or some shit from like the first one and shit. And see, it, it reminds me of like uh, 
um, the Joe Joe Montana series, um, where that was like the first one where you can actually see cats spinning all over the place. That was like the um, the move to get away to uh, get away uh, get away from tackles and to guarantee like touchdowns from from anywhere. Like that's that's what it reminded me of that like that whole era oh, wow. and the games before it. Um, so it's 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 interesting um, because a lot of people gave me like mad hate because I would celebrate um, the Patriots wins like you know the Super Bowls and stuff like that and they're like are you, are you a Patriots fan I'm like no I just like a good game like as long as it's a good game you know what I'm saying right. I I enjoy that I enjoy um, a good season a good game type of shit right. um, for any team um, and, and it didn't have to be like a specific team of course I'm gonna support my my home team um, when they're playing and hope they win and things of that nature but I always just like to get game um, and it, it reminded me of the whole what they call it the flake gate or whatever it was yeah 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 man <clears throat> and I was like this is so stupid <laughs> like this is what we <laughs> what we have to revert to to just make something inconsequential for somebody um, but I'm you know, ah, unfortunately I wouldn't I've I've seen, read, and watched videos or whatever, not mm-hmm. specifically about Deflate Gate, but things that negate um, sports realism, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to football. There are mm-hmm. gloves and stuff that they can wear that will allow them to catch the catch ball. The balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, but like, um, but it's like. It's like with any sport, there's always something that people are trying to give them a competitive edge. Um, it was very popular in baseball, um, especially with the whole roid um, uh, yeah. and asterisk shit that they were doing. Uh, I'm like, listen, this is a competitive sport. Um, as long as it doesn't go against the rules, and I, I get it. You know, if, if it's in the rules, then yeah, punish them, penalize them, do whatever you got to do. But to give yourself a competitive edge is basically what every team is trying to do um, every season. They're always trying to find some way that's different, that's new, that's modern, that's progressive, that's going to put them on top, and they'll use any means necessary, hopefully without hurting themselves or hurting anyone else in the process, to achieve that. So I'm like... Use all the tricks. I don't care. I want to see a good game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just don't hurt nobody. Don't get yourself hurt. Be stupid. Um, but yeah, use all the use all the that that just shows me how crafty you are and how much of a go-getter you are. Because I liked that in basketball. They was hacking the shit out of everybody. Um, and it showed that you were just better than everybody else because I still made the shot, even though y'all was holding me with four niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I still did this. We still kicked, kicked y'all ass off. Y'all talking all that shit, and y'all did all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what made sports sports. Now, you know, even basketball, you can't touch niggas no more. Like, it's like, this is not even the same sport no more. Right. Football, you can't hit people like you, you, you used to. That used to be part of the sport. So he went through all that shit, all the changes up until now as far as football and still was a major competitor and a dominant force. So I'm, yeah, man, uh, here's your flowers. Take take a bow. Um, enjoy life. <laughs> right, exactly. Yep, enjoy life. That's what I say, man. Man, so shout out again, shout out Tom Brady. Uh, you know, a hell of a career, man. Hell of a career, hell of a career. And being that he had a hell of a career, he was the face, literally the face of the NFL for so long. 
You know somebody else who was the face of something for a very long time? Spider-Man. Spider-Man has been the face of Marvel for many, 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 many years. One of the one of the the faces. Um and in December, as you know, we got the wrap up to his trilogy in the MCU. So I know you guys are expecting me to talk about music. I know you guys, there's some shit that's been coming out, and you guys are probably like, hey, they're back. He's gonna, not today. You'd be wrong. I'm sorry. Today, we're gonna discuss Spider Man. So this is the forewarning, and I'm gonna put an alarm sound right here. Right oh, now. man. This like, is, there, this there's is no the, way that you can talk about Spider Man without talking about yeah. the latest movie out of everything that. Because like you said, Spider-Man has been the face of Marvel for years upon years upon years. You have so much material to go on, but you have to talk about the movie that just dropped in December yeah, in actually, order to complete your montage. I'm actually here to talk about that movie in particular because there were some wow. things in there that I really want to really really get into. I feel so, bad for the listeners because not everybody could go out to the theaters. Listeners, this is the one. This is the part. And I'm going to actually... I'm going to time mark this and everything i'm gonna put a horn here and i'm gonna come back i'm gonna put it in the description when we post this so you can skip you can skip over this you don't even have to the whole thing is not going to be about the whole thing is not going to be about this movie in particular the whole thing won't because i want to there's other marvel shit i want to go over but i do want to discuss this movie so i'm gonna put a horn here and i'm gonna let you guys know when to come back if you don't want to know the few things i want to talk about this in this movie um so i love you listeners i love you my favorite people in the world because you got you come back to us every time every time but this is about to happen so ah! now spider-man no way home phenomenal movie came came out um this past december um Wait, russ did you see it yeah i did Okay. Right. I was, so yeah, me, me and me and folks been talking about it for the longest. Right, we've been talking about this the first weekend. We've been we have a side chat and everything just for <laughs> this. Um, so this movie, um, again, it's wrapping up uh, Tom Holland's first first three movies in the MCU because I'm because mind you, mind you, mind you, they have already signed on for movie four, five, and six. Like this man's gonna be Spider Man. He's gonna be the, the Tom Brady <laughs> of fucking Spider Man. So. <laughs> Um, this one, this one, basically what happens, um, I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all were there. We, this is for the people who are, who are going to listen, who doesn't care about the spoiler shit. You know that Dr. Strange basically fucks up, <laughs> fucks up some shit, um, due to Spider-Man asking for him to do it, but fucks, mm-hmm. fucks up some shit. Because, because Spider-Man being Spider-Man. Right, exactly. Which is, which is the great thing about this fucking movie is that he's so in the element of that, like, goofy, cheesy, like, like, it's, he's so, yeah, he's, he's kid Spider-Man, which, which is, I, I've always given him, he's kid Spider-Man. Man, um, if you look at the other movies, um, when he interacts with other people, they really have, they all have the realization that this kid is a kid. I know he's a superhero, but this kid is a kid. He's a kid. Yeah. And they, they have that, have to, to, um, Kind of come to grips with that. It's it's, it's awesome how uh, Marvel has done that. Yeah, even in the, even in the movie in Doctor Strange, he's like you're a kid. Like he's he had to in that movie had to realize like dude, like you're a child. Like you're childish. Like mm-hmm. you're fucking shit up. Like you don't even know mm-hmm. what you're doing. Oh man, but um, the things I wanted to to first talk about 
um, just a couple of things I liked um, in this movie. First, but before I get into it, um, T.S., what did you feel like? Did you have any strong feelings about this movie? How did you feel as a, as a, I know you're not a huge comic book fan, but as a moviegoer, what did you, how did you fuck with this movie, bro? I thought it was a great movie. I thought the writing was all there, the, it had enough action in it. Um, I knew it was a good movie when, so my wife and I went, she's not really into Marvel like that, the superhero stuff. Right. But even she was interested in what was going on within the movie. So it, it was, I think it was a great uh, piece of work all the way around. All the way around? Uh, yeah. Out of, out of 10, what would you give it out of 10? ten being uh, out of 10 would mean that I would watch it again repeatedly and for oh man <laughs> I, I, give, I don't know how often I can watch this movie because of all the all the little emotional things that happened in it gotcha. I, I'd give it a solid 9 damn near 10 dude that, that yeah, was a okay, really good there we movie go. there we go. I, love it. I love it I love it um, and not, not and, and people are allowed to hate anything they want I just I really have a lot of I don't know, man. Of all the Spider-Man, this is this one, and I don't get me wrong. I love Tom Holland's other two movies. I really do. The one before this, Far From Home, I fucking love that. I love what they did with Mysterio. I love what they dog. That movie was fire to me. I didn't think it was gonna be. I didn't think Marvel could outdo it. Like they got better every movie. I feel like, man. Um, even though even even their choice of villains. Like, we had Mysterio, we had the Vulture. Like, they were just choosing the right people, man. So, um, but I, in this movie, man, I just, uh, it was so many good elements that harken back to other things, like comic books and shit. So, I loved it for that. So, I'm I'm happy that T.S. gave it a 10. Russell, if you had to rate it, what would you give it, though? Um, I would give it... I'd probably give it maybe an 8, 8.5. Okay, um, okay. Not to try to, like, undermine anything. Um, no, I got it's, uh, there are, There's a, a few points I thought that could could have been better, but uh, overall, I thought it was a, a great movie. Um, as as you know, um, Andrew Garfield has always been my favorite Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, so the redemption <laughs> they gave him was awesome. Um, and I think each one has their... They're different versions of Spider-Man, which is what I loved about this movie is that um, they really started delving into, like, the multiverse um, concept uh, to where you have the different Spider-Man, uh, Spiders, Man, Spider-Man, whatever you want to theorize that. Um, the different Doctor Strange from the, the trailer yeah. um, spoilers and stuff like that. Um, and how they each represent a different period for Spider-Man or a different version of Spider-Man where you have Tom Holland as being like, you know, the kid teen Spider-Man, you yeah. know, he was just getting to college in that, that one. Yeah. Um, Toby being the quote unquote progenitor, um, the first one, um, <laughs> in showing the full life basically of Spider-Man, him going from like high school to college to having a full job to having relationship problems to, um, discovering himself after having the symbiote suit and yeah. figuring out who he wants to be and, and, you know, even 
him talking about um, losing Mary Jane and what transpired after that. And then you have Andrew, who is like the sarcastic Spider-Man, but he's also the one who dealt with losing his 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 um who he perceived his MJ to be. Yeah. But they're also being a further MJ for him later and him having to deal with that, trying to find a balance between being basically in between his Batman and um Dark Knight yeah. version where he was actually killing niggas because right. <laughs> he was like, can't let these niggas survive. And him having his redemption uh, not only by saving MJ but also by um talking to an older, more mature Spider-Man and being like, hey, I've been where you've been. You don't have to go down this road right. type of thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for and sure. And so just the the the, the um the comparison and the contrast between all three of them <laughs> and how um Tom Holland's Spider-Man losing his Aunt May, it it now was changing him into being going down their same roads and how they were like, you're just a kid, man. You're still a kid. You know, you don't have to do this right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, and I think that was one of the things I wanted to highlight too, is because like I have my, my little thing kind of like numbered. And that was one of them, the first meeting on the roof and in the lab, i.e. where they converse about realizing the different people represent mm-hmm. other people in this alternate universe. Like Aunt May being Holland's essentially his whole uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. And, and Gwen being Andrew's MJ, those, mm-hmm. like, those realizations that they come to about their universes and how they, they mesh. Um, also, but yep. here's uh, something that you, you missed about that, though. Because Aunt May wasn't um, Peter's Uncle Ben. Do you know who his Uncle Ben was? Is, would that be Happy? Uh-uh. It was Tony Stark. And so he lost his Uncle Ben. Oh my, wow. See, this is, wow, wow, wow. Okay, okay, that's wild. See, that's why I love this movie, man. I'm, I actually went to see this movie twice in the theaters. Um, so, I, as you should, as you should. But, um, this, so, also, some of, my, some of my favorite moments in this movie, that just, that just blew my mind. Some of my other favorite moments in the movie is when Toby and Andrew had the conversation about feeling old and like, he cracked his back as well. Um, mm-hmm. That was actually, I've been looking shit up, that was actually improv. That was actually mm-hmm. all in- improv. That was, and that's the, the the wonderfulness about this movie is that those Spider-Mans interacting, a lot of that shit was written, but like the way that they threw shit at the wall and it stuck, no pun intended, <laughs> it right. was really improv. Um, but that's a, that's a staple for Marvel because a lot of RDJ stuff is improv because he just does shit. Um, some of Chris Evans stuff, some of Chris Hemsworth, they all, like, the thing I like about Marvel as a franchise is that there is a script, there is a pr- process to everything, but they allow so much freedom for their actors so that it's genuine and they genuinely become these characters. That is good, man. That's great. And I feel it. I felt everything that was going on in this in this version of, um, or in this universe. Um, uh, even when they were talking about the way that Tobey Maguire, like his Spider-Man doesn't have web shooters. They actually just come from mm-hmm. his body. And, then, mm-hmm. and you could tell the different quirks of like how those people are because they were like wondering, like, like Andrew was just in awe of it. And, and, uh, Holland is like, well, what else does it come from? You know, like, and then I was, <laughs> like, it's, 
it's those types of things where you just get to see a bit of those. You see Peter, and because if you know Spider Man, if you read the comics, if you watch the TV show from the '90s, which I've been watching this week, and it's just <laughs> fucking amazing. Like going, that's a whole other story for another day. <laughs> um, you realize that Spider Man was kind of all three of these people wrapped in one. He has those different elements where he's all over the place emotionally. He wants to be like toned down and you know like more like laid in the back like uh, Toby, and then the 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 what I have now changed my opinion on due to this movie is Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. I've always said he was the worst Spider-Man, but what I realized is that he's just the worst Peter Parker to me. Not Spider- His Spider-Man is actually a top, top Spider-Man because of, I went back to his movies um, this, mm-hmm. this past month, and the way he, he cracks his jokes under the mask, the way he talks and speaks to the villains under the mask is so good. Mm-hmm. So good. It's actually so I've been wrong. I, I won't I won't say he's the the worst Spider-Man. I did not like I did not like his Peter Parker. He always it, it always felt too cool to me. It always felt like he just was like too hip. But again, that comes from like the Ultimate Spider-Man comics and kind of how you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I just I, I think he was just a victim of uh, I don't want to say bad writing, but kind of bad writing because I. I promise I did not remember any We're not gonna get into we're not gonna get into that. Listen, man, I went to the theater. And the thing the thing is, like, okay, because y'all not gonna do my Spider-Man like this, because I don't do y'all Spider-Man like this. Um because I honestly think like I said, I think they're good in their own uh perspective universes. Um, because you gotta understand the uh, amazing Spider-Man um version, the the Andrew Garfield version. Yeah. He was a cool Peter Parker. He was he had friends and things of that nature. He was a hip skateboarder type kid, like teen. That's who Andrew Garfield was playing. That's who they modeled him after. Toby was the nerd who was not uh, recognized and was bullied. Um, Tom Holland's Spider Man was not necessarily the nerdiest. Um, he had his his sidekick, you know, Ned or whatever. Yeah. And all these cats had that one girl who liked him for him. So <laughs> they were all Peter Parker. It's just different Peter Parkers. Yeah, true, 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 true. <laughs> so I, <laughs> you're right though. You're right. I can't even. I can't even hate on what Andrew brought brings to the table. And I'm glad this movie helped me to kind of re, you know, kind of get and give him that 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 piece. It, it's it's great. I wish. I'm gonna need niggas to stop talking about Amazing Spider-Man three though. Let's let that go. Let nah, that go. They need to they need to have that because nah, he need he need his MJ one. <laughs> they gotta bring his MJ. Um, and there's still other villains that are in the Amazing Spider ver uh, Spider Spider-Man universe that needs to be that need to come up. Um, but they're doing good. Like you know they're bringing out Morbius and there's another Venom that's supposed to be coming out. And I'm I'm really looking forward to this this Doctor Strange yeah. movie that's coming out because he's always been one of my favorite um, characters. Period. Well, that is what I wanted to talk about next. Um, we gonna get we gonna get into a little bit of some. I just want to wrap this Spider Man movie because we're gonna talk about Doctor Strange and the other MCU shit in a second. Mm-hmm. Just a few more things that I liked about this movie. Hinting at Ned Leeds becoming Hobgoblin. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys know anything about the comics, um, Ned Leeds is a character that is a, a friend of Peter's. Um, his wife is actually, uh, Becky. I can't remember her last name, but she's the girl. She's the girl that is the, on the the news reporter in this movie. They went to, I think they all went to high school. Oh, yeah. Together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is his right. wife in the, Ned Leeds' wife in the comic books. And he ends up becoming a version of the Hobgoblin. So that scene where he's talk, where Ned is talking to the other Spider-Mans. 
um, and they're like, um, who was he? Who was, oh, they were talking about, um, uh, 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 he was talking to Toby, and Toby tells him that his best friend became um, a villain and tried to kill him. Mm-hmm. He goes to Peter and he says, I promise I won't become a villain and try to kill you. I love, the, I love just the, the little seeds that Marvel plants. Because that shit always turns into something, dude. It right. always turns into something. That's the great thing about this. Uh, Jamie Foxx came into this, and when they, when they started calling people back from, for this movie, he said, they, he said, I will do this. I would love to do this, but I want to do it in my way. I want to make this character cool. There's mm-hmm. a line that I will never forgive them for letting him say. When he comes back after he takes the, you know, the, the, um, the piece that, you know, after they're in the apartment, he takes that piece. The Iron Man piece? Yeah, the Iron Man piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he comes back at the, at the Statue of Liberty and he says, how you like the new new? That was the corniest shit you could have ever seen. You couldn't come up with anything cooler to say outside of how you like the new new. Like, I just... It was so like forced black slang. I'm like, bro, you could have said ten shit ten times cooler than Jamie Foxx. I just know you got it in you. You said the new new, bro. Honestly, I felt that's that that was Jamie Foxx. Honestly, <laughs> if that's something he was fucking right, saying. Low key, low key on some that Jamie Foxx. That's something he like was saying. <laughs> um, he probably said in all his movies too. How you like that new new? Right, exactly. <laughs> saying that shit. Um, I do, I do, I did like. His portrayal, when I went back to the movies, I enjoyed his portrayal of Max Dillon and Electro in The, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 a lot. So, I like that he like had his moment to bring him into this universe and do what he did, but I enjoyed him either way. So, shout out to Jamie Foxx for doing that. Yeah. I like the um, the uh, the redesign in the, the latest Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah I like the way he, I I like the way he looks. Yep. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And then they even paid homage to the uh, comic version um with uh the electro helmet yep yep i thought yeah i thought that was cool too man um the use wait how do they do that um so at at, at different parts in the um in the battle he has this like electric the way the electricity comes off of his head is like the helmet from the, the comics um whether you 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 read the older comics and see the older animated version where it has the guy or the new one that has the woman um it ha- it's a, it's a electric helmet that has three points that come out of it and it's and it's green i'll send a, a picture in, in the chat if uh nobody's already done it so you can kind of see how they did that it was pretty cool yeah um the use of dr strange and his mystic powers being key to everything which, which we're going to get get to in a little bit key to being that the way they that is a stage setter for the importance of this stuff in the future of the MCU. Mm. You know, him and, and the multiverse thing and how important that is going to be to lead into these characters. I was a little bit, I was a little bit worried about the multiverse thing. Cause I'm just, it just like it for me, for me, for me, I know this happens in comics, but I wanted the comic and I, I'm just one nigga. I'm just one human being, but I won't, don't even fucking matter. But I'm just telling you for, from what I wanted them to do. I didn't want it to be seven Spider-Mans. I didn't want it to be seven, you know, different versions and, and then like reboots of, in within the same universe. That shit so seems So you bagging on the multiverse or not the multiverse, what was that? Enter the universe or something? With Miles, the animated yeah. one? No, I'm not I'm not bagging Enter on the it. Spider-verse? I'm not I, Yeah, Enter the Spider-Verse. Damn, McCoy don't no, like black no. people. All <laughs> what? Said, Listen, nigga, here he go. He come back talking <laughs> shit. Listen. That was a that was a good movie, but what that is is a single movie. 
or a single arc where they're gonna do just you know those sequels in that in that one little arc. This the MCU is something so much bigger in the sense of it's different franchises cross pollinating each other and being connected. So when you do when you have a Spider Man in this franchise and all of a sudden you open up this new world where you could just cut in and you can drop in thirty Spider Man, it's mad comic book for sure that happens. Um, but I just didn't out for for cinema. I wanted it to be one universe. Of course, they need to use this in order to kind of. I think it, it will justify bringing in certain. This is a good cleanup and erase board for not only them but for uh, DCEU when they're going to be doing <laughs> the same thing in the Flash. Low key, this is what I want to talk about too. Low key, Marvel is bogus because they slipped in and did that Flashpoint shit quick as a bitch. Even though <laughs> that was really. DC been plotting to do that to wipe they shit. They slate clean for some years now. But there's just mm, didn't make it didn't make it before Spider-Man. So now I feel like people who didn't know that is going to feel like Marvel is Well, that's because yeah, DC wasted their time making that Mickey Mouse ass Wonder Woman 84. That's DC's <laughs> Don't do that. Why you do that to Wonder Woman, bro? What's she doing, bro? I like Wonder Woman 84, but that, but I can go into the DC movies a little bit different because I didn't read the comic books or I didn't read a lot of DC comic books. I Outside of maybe like one or two Green Lantern, um, oh, that was this cold ass Green Lantern book I read where they, everybody else was like zombies or some shit, but neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> I just didn't, I didn't wait till they start, wait till they start the Deadpool verse. Oh, yeah, I know, dude. And that, and that, that's another thing. I know Deadpool is gonna be that motherfucker. He, once he drops in, he's just gonna be highlighting it and pointing out shit. That like he's gonna be removing the you know fourth wall and be like yeah this is crazy when I was Fox had me and you guys had like that's good that shit's gonna be funny <laughs> um, so I can't wait for that but I think it's this is the only way to justify a universe where um, the Fantastic Four now exist or 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 more importantly the X Men that's the only way to justify because if the X Men and mutants always existed in this universe half the shit that was going on. The last 13 years in, in the MCU would not have worked. Niggas would have been <clears throat> shit would have been way different. I they. mean, they still gotta explain how Magneto went from a young 35 man to a 60 year old white haired dude in like, <laughs> like two years. So, I mean, there's a lot of shit in X Men. That, he got into <laughs> politics and um, <laughs> for a couple years, it fucked him up. Right. It'll do yeah. that. It'll take <laughs> at least four. It, it, it was two years, G. He went from 35 to 72. The fuck all that. Yeah. yeah, I think he was in the Senate or something like that. And then he got married at the same time, had his first kid. Like, there was a lot of shit that happened in Magneto's life. Game gray hair. <laughs> the whole uh, World War Two concentration camp. That, that'll really, you, you come out of that bitch with gray hair automatically. So, um, Right, yeah. I mean, you got to give dog a break. Right. <laughs> um. And the last thing, last thing I want to bring up about this movie um, is Spider-Man being able to move in the astral plane. I ain't never read the comic. I, I again, I went back to watch the show this past week, and I saw him playing around in Dormammu's area on one of on episode one of season three. Doctor Strange comes in, and Wong and Doctor Strange are like, it, "That's a funny ass episode too, man." Um, so, all I know, all I all I know is that people keep saying it's due to his spider senses, and that's why you see when he's moving his arm in the movie. If you look at his head, his actual head, Peter's head, um, they're like little waves coming out of it, which is what they use to represent his spider sense in the comics and in the TV shows, things of that nature. And so they said it's something about the spider sense him not being 
having to be able to do that because he's attached to the web, quote unquote. Um, so I thought that was but, kind of but 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 um okay, so there's there's a couple things here. Um which is why I like that you brought that up in in the chat. But so as I was saying before, Peter Parker, all versions of Peter Parker, um well, I can't say all, um, but he has the potential to be um, Sorcerer Supreme, which is why the the cape kind of likes him. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but he has the ability to be Sorcerer Supreme, and which is, means you're the strongest magical entity on that planet at that time, if I'm not mistaken, um, which is who... Well, Doctor Strange is not right now. I think the Sorcerer Supreme was Wang yep, in that was. time because he was gone for five years. Um, but Peter has the the um, propensity to be the Sorcerer Supreme. So that already lets you know that he has certain magical qualities um, and magical attributes in his body aside from his mutation, quote-unquote, the, the, the spider mutation. Yeah. Um, the spider sense is enhanced by that, um, which is why he can also move on the astral plane, like the old one or ancient one could, yep. um, and Stephen Strange can um, so it's that, but also because of the web, quote-unquote, the um, psychic ability that Peter has, that also Madam Web has, um, is something that they also share that, that kind of moves their astral um, 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 projection or has control of their, their, uh, their astral body. So it's a lot, depending on which comic book you look through, which... Um, um, which animated show, which lore you actually go through. There's so many different reasons as to why he's able to do so. Um, and what's really going to fuck you up is that, you know, Doctor Strange didn't know he could do that, but Doctor Strange also, if you look when he was battling Peter, he did not give his all. Because, one, he still looks at him as a kid, but Doctor Strange has still seen, like, five million different um, endings and 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 futures. So he knows the possibility of all the things that could happen. So him not doing anything for a while and still showing up to where they were, it I'm, like all this shit is fucking me up because it's like Doctor Strange knows all this shit is going to happen, and he has to let it happen because he can't interfere with fate more than he 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 should right. because it produces crazy results, which is why when you see that spoiler at the end, that he was like, things just really got out of hand. Because that's the Doctor Strange that was like, fuck fate, I'm gonna do this my way. Right. Wow, man. I... Who, it's so it's so many seeds, so many seeds planted. Um, and Marvel is uh, good at doing this. So many seeds planted in this movie, man. I just, I love it. For me, 10, 10 out of 10. Honestly, for me, 11 out of 10. I'm not gonna even lie to y'all. I love this movie. I'm gonna, <laughs> when, this shit, when this shit comes out on Blu-ray... I'm gonna buy the whole shit. I'm gonna buy all the behind the scenes shit, all that shit. I think this is just this is just great. This is comic book movie fulfillment for me. Like I don't know, like man, this just was just raw as a bitch. I, I hope they come out with a box set because I want the whole box set. I want all the Spider-Man movies. Yep, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, what this brings me to my next uh, few questions. We're gonna wrap up in about five minutes, but I'm gonna I wanna stick around on these too long. But thinking about this movie brought me to this. What do you think, because there's a current set of trilogies that have now been completed in the MCU, that would be Captain America, that would be Iron Man, 
that would be Thor and that would be Spider-Man. Of those four, what do you think is the best trilogy? I, oh man, that's hard for me to say because I don't, I don't really remember the other trilogies like that. Okay. Spider-Man is the most recent one. It's the one on top of my head, so I'm leaning to say Spider-Man, but that's not fair because I haven't seen the other trilogies in a while, so I don't you know, know if I can say. You're not missing nothing with Thor. I remember right. okay. <laughs> Captain America was decent. Um, it's either between uh, Spider-Man or the Avengers. I would say the Avengers still has it. Okay. Okay. I didn't. I didn't count the Avengers because it was a four part. But yes, they are a complete. They are a complete saga. Um. Okay. Avengers. Okay. I would. I would. I wasn't counting them. I was counting the the solo arc movies. Um. Between those, I would say it's. I wanted to say Captain America at first because. So let me tell you, Winter Soldier and Civil War for me, those they up there. They up there. Winter Soldier is top five. Civil War was shit to me, but um, Winter Soldier was good. Um. I wanted to say Captain America, but then I thought about how much I really, 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 really dislike Captain America 1 because I do not like period pieces. I do not like that. <laughs> no. Um, so I'm going to go with Spider-Man. I'm going to... Thor... Iron, Iron Man was entertaining. Thor... I didn't really... I never even seen Thor 2 until recently, and then Thor Listen, 1 was one in and, 1 and 2 were like... So this is what you have to do. You have to forgive franchises for the first one because it's usually the introductory one and it's usually not the best one. Um, aside from Iron Man, I think Iron Man 1 was like one of the better um, introductory stories. Shout out that Be it set this whole shit up. Because so. it, it was just like one of the greater ones as far as the movie's concerned. Captain America was okay. Like getting into like why he became a so super soldier and what he did and all that stuff and him fighting Red Skelton. Um, it, was, um, it was okay. Um, two was much better. Three, I was like, eh, they could have kept their shit. Um, <laughs> Thor, for me, it was like, one was like the introduction. Okay, that's all right. Two was like, what the fuck is really going on? Yeah, And man. then, then Ragn is Ragnarok three or four? Yeah, Ragnarok is three. It's three. Um, Ragnarok, I thought, was, was really great. I thought it was pretty good. Um, they did a lot in that movie that was, like, phenomenal. But at the French, the, uh, the, the trilogy as a whole was, like, uh, at yeah, best, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Iron Man 1 and 2 I thought was great. 3, I was like, again, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah, exactly, with, um, the, Mandarin, with the, uh, Mandarin guy or whatever. Yeah, uh, and dude that was heating up and shit, that wasn't the, the, uh, fire dude from... Yeah. fuck it, is his name? Johnny Storm? Yeah. But, wasn't dude from, you know? Right. Um... So it was like all of the the series have had like eh, okay, um, so there's not really been a, a best one to me. Um, Spider Man, I thought um, the first one was was decent. Um, Far from Home, I was like, I probably have to watch it again. I didn't really feel it, but the third one, I'm like, yeah, this is great. But it's been like that with like all the Spider Man movies, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, with Toby's uh, series. With Andrew, I actually liked both his movies. Um, I think the second one was better, even though it had that terrible fucking ending. Yeah, um, yeah. But I thought two was better. But it's always the introduction where it's like, all right, let's see where this goes for the most part, except for Iron Man. Iron Man, I thought, was just phenomenal as far as, like, introducing who he was as a character, yeah. his character development through the movie and yeah. the ending, where he's like, I'm Iron Man. Fuck y'all. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was <laughs> yeah. pure RDJ and Tony Stark being one fucking person. Man, yeah, no, I, 
Yeah, man, Spider Man was definitely the best trilogy. Um, I just random the Amazing Spider Man one. We're talking about how uh, those movies kind of played out. The Amazing Spider Man one has one of my favorite fight scenes of all time is when him and the lizard are in mm. the hallway and they're mm-hmm. walking on top of the ceiling or crawling on the ceiling towards each other. That shit was yeah. so fucking hard to me. Like I just thought I think about that often. If I don't think about nothing else from Andrew's movie, I think about that often. I'm like, Marvel MC, y'all need to set some shit up like this where the lizard him and that shit was that shit was just cold right. cinemat- like cinematics. Like brother so like shit was raw. Um okay, so that's we talked about trilogies. There it, there are a few upcoming slash near completion trilogies in the MCU which include mm-hmm. the Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. Ant-Man mm-hmm. and Deadpool because Deadpool's third movie is going to take place in the MCU thus bringing his two movies other movies into his trilogy um, mm-hmm. which will wrap up in the MCU so of those the near completion ones which do you think is going to wrap up the way it should I personally say ant-man i love ant-man one is top five marvel movies for me ant-man two was fucking great i say ant-man of those three i say ant-man and for me it's like i like paul rudd so i don't know if yeah, that yeah, is, yeah. is biased um because <laughs> again because i have so much shit in my head regarding concert shit it's like eh, they could have they could have been better um <laughs> <laughs> and and I try not to judge movies like that, but I mean it's it's what I do. It's what I do with with manga and, and anime because I'm like y'all should have just left this on paper. Stop animating this shit because y'all doing this shit wrong. Um, but I think it's just Paul Rudd as um, Ant Man was great. Although the Wasp is sexy as a bitch, that, that bitch is sexy. As far. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she definitely adds to the movie. Um, but. I'm not, I'm honestly not sure. Honestly, um, I'm honestly scared for the new Black Panther that's supposed to be coming out. Um, I'm really excited about the Doctor Strange movie. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy have never really never been like, um, like my favorite movie. Like I loved one. One was funny as fuck to me. Like it really showed Chris Pratt being a, a different Peter Quill because. Um, in the in the comics, he was more similar. Like, he he wasn't as as Goofy. Chris Prattish. Okay, All right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, he's char- charismatic because <coughs> excuse me, he was like a star killer type type dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right. Um, like I guess serious in yeah, some yeah. But, some but they kind of tried to make him like you know more Peter Parkerish, which I don't I don't hate honestly. I think the first one was great. Two I don't really honestly remember. I, it was just like a lot of shit, and it was like is he you know one of the immortals, one of the celestials? What the fuck going on type of shit? So right, right. I gotta rewatch that one. So I don't know with him and possibly Thor being in the new movie. Uh, I think it'd be interesting. Um, would it be a great wrap up? I honestly can't say because you know Marvel. They don't really do trilogies all that well all the time. So right, right, right. TS, do you have yeah. any any favorites that you're thinking like wrap up well? I am just now learning that Marvel can only have three movies and it's done. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't don't get it don't get it confused because Thor has a fourth movie coming. Usually, you know, yeah. like the Avengers like, had the four. Tiger. Yeah, yeah, which I think might be the best Thor movie if if they play it off right. But do you have any of? Um, Trilogies near completion that you're looking forward to? Um, no, nah, not really. Just looking forward to 
movies in general. Right, looking yeah. forward to Doctor Strange coming out. I think that's happening in May. Looking yep. forward to uh, the Spider-Verse movie coming out in October. Yeah, yeah. And looking forward to Toy Story coming out in June. So Wait, Toy Story coming out in June? Yes, yes, they're Wait. doing an origin story on Buzz Lightyear. Oh, that, that one, so yo, that shit oh, look yeah, weird, with the waves dog. and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the waves, dog. Yeah, that shit do look hard, bro. That shit do look hard, bro. Waves and the turtleneck. I see. Right. <laughs> um, it's funny that it's funny that you talked about um Black Panther, Doctor Strange, because I had my last question was the ones I mentioned before: Guardians, Ant Man, Deadpool. They all have two complete movies, and we all know that we're getting a third one within the next year to two. The I that had another question I was going to ask, but you kind of already answered for me, Russell, which was best potential future trilogy or arc, which includes Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, and Shang Chi. Um, uh, I again, I think Doc of those. Because those only have one movie. We know there's a second one coming. We know it's going to be... We don't even know if it's going to be a trilogy. So that's why I said future trilogy or future... You know what I mean? Um, I think of those four, Shang-Chi, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, I'm equally interested in... or need, I need all of them. But I think Doctor Strange, of all three of those, or Shang-Chi, honestly. Shang-Chi... People don't... I don't know. People didn't really... I didn't hear a lot of feedback about that. People were just quiet about that movie, but I loved it, and I think it plays well into the Tim. We actually get the real Mandarin um, in that movie, um, who's mad at what happened in Iron Man Four about dude impersonating him or some shit. Like the t- the Ten Rings story carries into Iron Man, and it's gonna be e- e- like this is one of those things where you start to see how great Marvel is with this universe shit because. Shit you didn't even think connected. They're pulling out shit from Iron Man to put it into this movie, which is going to lead to the his carry-on of his movie. Like, it's great shit. So I think that that has a lot of potential. Um, and Doctor Strange, we know with what with power he holds and what he's going to mean for this franchise and the MCU to carry it forward. So um, I think we might see him. I think the next Avengers is going to be on some Secret War shit. So that's what I think. I keep hearing about it, and I, the more I research it and look it up, I think the next the next Avengers is gonna have us on some uh, Secret Wars type shit. So, but that's all I have. Um, <clears throat> oh, are you asking or would you, yeah, you yeah, ask? that's that's what I, that's what I think. But what do you think? <laughs> um, well, I honestly hope they don't do another um, Captain Marvel. Um, <laughs> Dude, that movie, movie was with this with the same person. Um, <laughs> Definitely somebody else who can act. Uh, listen, I love Brie Larson um, in Scott's Pilgrim uh, Against the World, but I don't know what the fuck happened between that and there, but <laughs> she was just not all that great to me. Um, I, um, I I would definitely look forward to the new Shang-Chi. Um, I, Morbius, I think, is going to be really good. Okay. Um, of course, I'm looking forward to Doctor Strange. Uh um, I'm interested in to see what they do with Miss Marvel. Um, since they have the casting done, um, I want to see how they do it justice. Hopefully they do it justice. Um, I know we'll probably do, um, another possible Winter Soldier and Falcon movie. I'm mad that he can't get his own fucking movie. He, no, he is. No, uh, Winter, so- uh, uh, you talking about the Falcon? Yeah, he is getting no. The movie four is it's his movie. It's actually Captain America. Is that 
movie four is just a Captain America movie, and he is Captain America. The movie four is his. So, um, well, if they're doing that, then I'm I'm looking to, interested to see that, um, and then possibly um, an actual Moon Knight movie. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be dope, man. I'm, I'm so excited about the TV show, man. It's a lot of good shit, a lot of good shit coming up, man. A lot of good shit coming mm-hmm. up. So shout out Marvel for making it happen. Oh, and shout out um, DCEU. Y'all better step y'all shit out. But I'm, that Batman movie coming out next month, looking phenomenal. Man, they need to really step this stuff up for this Flash movie. I'm yeah. so excited to see Flash. Yeah, he is uh, DC's equivalent of Spider Man, right? As far as his moral compass goes. Um, the Flash? Yeah, because that, that's how I understood him, because Flash is super, super moral, and that's why Flashpoint ended up happening, because he was trying to go back and make something perfect, and then he ended up kind of fucking stuff up and had to come back to the present, and just that's how that worked out. Spider-Man seems to have the same moral compass as Flash in that he wants to help the bad guys and has a... Um, an affinity to do the right thing at the expense of, I guess, his own well-being. That's super flashlight. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, because there are other people in DC comparable to Spider-Man, um, both in his origin story, um, how they act, their moral compass in this particular um conversation um the flash has always been the counterpart of like quicksilver because there's been both good and bad quicksilver just like there's the flash and the 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 mega flash and the the reverse flash and all these other different flash uh counterparts um quicksilver has kind of been that person um who they matched against in Marvel as far as just who he is, what he does. What he does, yeah. Uh, and then his connection to other um, people in the universe. Um, so it's... it's that That's the, the, the comparison and the contrast that they usually make. Um, as far as Spider-Man, though, um, I'm trying to think who is the person that they kind of... Um, um compare him to um shit it's, it's escaping me um did aquaman get bit by a piranha <laughs> uh, i wish he would have uh, died if that happened no no it's um it's 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 um it's robin it's robin who becomes nightwing um that's who they compare um because there is a nightwing who oh, does wow. okay, follow the batman philosophy of not killing um and to the point where he um Really puts himself and others in peril. So it's it's that's that's who the carnal part that they they compare with Spider Man, um, as far as him being just a kid at times and still having his innocence even when he grows up type of type of shit. It's always been like the 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 Robin character versus the Spider Man character. Yeah, if anything, not to <clears throat> the the conversation going on this part, but if anything. I'd rather them come out with a Robin movie. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, as that, opposed a, to another Batman, Batman movie. I mean, how many times I, we got to watch Batman, bro? Like I he had other them things to come out with Batwing, Bat- the actual black counterpart. Oh, yes, wow. man, man, that'd be dope. 
No, or man, that would be dope. I think there's a lot of a lot of potential for good movies in the Bat Family, like you know what I'm saying, like that whole shit, bro. Like, right. And dude, even like, even not another uh, Superman movie. Put in Blue Marvel. He's the black version who is super dope, like doper than Superman. Um, Adam Brashear, that nigga is, is super dope. Ooh, black. You said what? What is the name? Is Blue Marvel? And he, yeah, he's a black Blue Marvel. Yeah. Oh shit! Now I'm about to now I'm finna go to my comicsology. Have to you know what I'm saying? Do some research because I like to hear about the type of shit. Uh, oh god! Wow, man. Oh wow. This will yeah. This is gonna be a good good year. The next few years, really, man, with everything they have going on on both DC and Marvel. I think comic book fans, we are in for a real treat. So, um, shout out Marvel and shout out Warner Brothers. Hopefully, y'all can keep it together. Um, and fix, you know, this Flashpoint movie gotta be, it gotta be hard, man, cause Spider-Man really opened the door for this multi, multiverse shit, so I want y'all to do that shit right for y'all, for for the sake of y'all and y'all properties, <laughs> man, cause listen <laughs> come on, man oh, man, um, but enough about comic books, cause now it's time for Wrestleprocity man, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a long show <laughs> <laughs> I, and me and TS was like thinking that it wasn't gonna be that that uh <laughs> that long of a uh, episode this time. Cause... It was it was sports low key. I, Cody, I don't know man. It's, it's, it's you step shit up. right exactly. <laughs> when you come back, we gonna have a, 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 a team meeting about your because <laughs> we ran your shit for forty minutes. I watched it. <laughs> Intervention. Right exactly. We had we had halftime in your shit. The fuck. <laughs> All right. Um. So start off, of course. Uh, Happy Black History Month, even though that's some bullshit. Um, <laughs> black History every year, you know, all year, every all time. Um, but shout out to the the Black entrepreneurs, those who promote, excuse me, promote and are celebrating the culture. Um, not them racists at Bath and Body Works. Fuck y'all. <laughs> uh, watermelon candles for real. <laughs> Wait, they did what? <laughs> yes. Oh no. Nah. Watermelon candles, and then they had the regular shits, um, just in kente cloth designs. I'm like, fuck y'all, y'all. Oh, <laughs> y'all could wow. give us no, our own sense or something like that. But Stop. the watermelon do smell good, though. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I'm not I was going to say, you, damn, you was a real nigga, T.S. You was a real nigga. Like, you being real niggerish right now. <laughs> Yo, but for real, they did have that red Kool-Aid set in the back. Yeah, they did. fire. <laughs> wait, wait. Racist as fuck. Wait, they had a red Kool-Aid set? Are you lying? That was a joke, right? That was that a was joke. A joke. Okay. Dude, listen, man, I was just, I was gonna hang this shit up and go storm the city like right now. Let me get three of those, actually. <laughs> right. You got great voice my anger on the pod while also looking for sales. This is disgusting. I will have five. Like. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I honestly had no idea at first what I wanted to talk about today. Um, since it's been a minute and since we got a you know a cool guest on. I figured we do a, a check-in of sorts. Nothing too personal, but just a few questions here that I thought we can discuss and see where it goes. Okay. <clears throat> I believe all of us here have had an experience with COVID, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And I'm No, it was sure. just a bad sinus infection from what I remember. <laughs> 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 and I'm sure the experience is probably similar for each of us, maybe at varying degrees. But I just want to ask a few things here. Um, first question being, what was the first thing you did that made you feel like you were finally over the virus? You want? Did you want the truth? Yeah. Sex. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> that was. I kind of like... knew because I think we talked about the shit. 
And I think that was that was it. You was like, yes, I'm I'm back in there. Right. It was it was it wasn't even the act of sex. It was just being horny. Like when I had, okay. when I had yeah. enough energy to be like, damn, I wouldn't mind getting some pussy. Right. Like that that was the moment I was like, okay, okay. You ain't going I'm not I'm alive. Like that was it. That was it. So. Especially knowing your experience because we talked about it. Uh, you was kinda dead to the world. So I, I understand yeah, that yeah. being like I can feel shit again. Like yeah. Right, yeah, man. That shit was yeah, mine was mine was, mine was scary. I, I didn't go to work for a month. Um mm-hmm. yeah, they had to I had to take a um what they call a short short term disability because they only give you two weeks. And yeah. I had, I also had um this is the first time I've told said this out loud, but I also had um, prostatitis, which is like a prostate, mm, um, and right. I'm not afraid to say. I mean, whatever. I had that, and I caught that seven days before COVID. Mm. So I was take. So I had I have diabetes type one. For those of you who don't know, mm. I had COVID and I had prostate titus, which is basically like a bacterial um, infection in your prostate. Right. And I was taking antibodies for that for seven right. days, and them pills mm. big as fuck. So imagine <laughs> trying to take dog. Them shits is fucking. Ch- this is this is this is coming from a pill, nigga. Like that shit was big as fuck, bro. Them shits big. Them shits huge, bro. So mind you, I can't, I'm throwing up. I can't. I can't, I can't dog. I can't swallow them bitches for shit, bro. I'm. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm just gonna see the back line with your pain, but that just broke me up. Uh, oh, God. Cause, dude. <laughs> shit. I'm pill, nigga. I'm pill, nigga. <laughs> 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 this is deadly. This is deadly, bro. Oh, crying. <laughs> I mean, oh, shit. I mean, what's the cry? This is great. What a great episode. Cody, you missed it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But no, that that shit that shit was gruesome and like I I remember I couldn't retain water liquids and I have to take this pill and drink water and I haven't been eating, bro. It was about day seven or eight and I'm still I'm in the trenches, right? And I'm laying on my couch and I'm like, okay, you gotta take this antibiotic and I take the pill and I first I'm drink I have a gallon of apple juice next to me and so I'm drinking the apple juice. And then I pop the pill with all this liquid in my mouth. And now I try to swallow it and I try to put more liquid on top of it because I'm like, it's the only way this pill goes down if it's like super or lots of liquid. And I sit there and I'm like, and I'm doing that for like 30 seconds and all of a sudden just, I puke all over my floor, just like projectile. Mm. And I was like, God damn it. Like, I was like, this is horrible. Right, it was, right. It was the worst. So yeah, that was not a, not a fun experience. But enough about me. Um, when did you guys realize you know what I mean? About UTS, first thing you did. Um, I so I knew I had COVID. COVID, like this shit was real. When um, uh, Jay and I had went to go get Jamaican food, and so I'm I'm eating this food, and my tongue could detect that there were spices. But I couldn't mm, taste, taste the good. spices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I knew this food was supposed to taste good, but it was, it was almost bland. It was mm. weird, and that's how I knew I was fucked. Like, dude, you can't taste Jamaican food. You out there, man? Right. So, from that point on, it was just, can I taste this now? Can I taste that now? I could always taste stuff like chocolate and um, some salty things, but not really. 
So it was just tasting random foods until I could get my full palate back. And after I could taste the whole meal, it was like, oh, shit, this, gar this garlic bread hit. I can taste garlic bread. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Right. Praise God. I am happy. I'm the happiest man on earth. I can eat garlic bread and taste it. <laughs> man, shout out to you because I, um, I didn't lose, like, any taste or, you know, smell or anything like that. Um, right. But I was worried. That was my fear because everybody I talked to, Said once they once they lost it, it didn't come back for a while. Mm -hmm. um, it did, man. Smell. Yeah. So yo, I could smell stuff. At least I was telling myself I could smell stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this flower is amazing. Right. <laughs> this Kool Aid candle is the shit. <laughs> right. Candle not even lit. <laughs> I can smell it in the other room. Right. <laughs> this shit strong as a bitch. Maybe right. you can smell it. They definitely put sugar in this shit. <laughs> Diabetes ass candle. <laughs> Red. <laughs> yeah, man. I um I probably couldn't taste I didn't have my full taste back for a couple weeks. Mm. And then even after that, I was still on the fence about if I had my full palate or not. So that was kind of scary. And then this whole brain fog thing. Um so I thought that was just a myth of not being able to remember, recall stuff, or you're trying to re recall whatever word so you can complete a sentence and your brain would just shut off. At least that's how it would feel. And you would just blank out over the most simple of words and vocab. And it's like, yeah. I don't even know how to accurately express what I'm feeling right now yeah. because there's a word for it, but I don't know what it is. Right. So just know that I'm happy Content, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Let's just go with that. <laughs> but that happened for weeks, and I think I'm still kind of going through the, the brain fog or whatever. It, it's nuts. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Russ, what about okay. you? Okay, so for me, like, having had everybody around me just about have the, the virus and tell me how it was for them, um, with me having sleep apnea, it was, like, terrifying. So it's like, you know, I have to use my machine. I have to clean my machine every day now instead of, like, week because I don't know what I'm putting into my machine and what I'm, you know, going into me if it's going to keep the cycle continuing because I'm breathing this shit over and over. And so one when I remember one Wednesday um, <clears throat> when I knew I had it, um, it was, like, the worst point of having the, the virus for me. And I literally laid in my bed like, I think this is just it. This is just how, how I go. Um, wow. Because it was just like, <laughs> there's just nothing I could do. I just have to to figure out how to breathe because this machine doesn't seem to be working. Da, 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 da. whole time I'm breathing. But I can't feel that I'm breathing. So my body is like tripping out because it okay. doesn't know if I'm breathing or not. Okay. And so got through that. And then the next couple of days were much easier. Um, for me, what... What it was that it realized that um, I was finally over it. It was being able to go up and down my stairs without having to take a nap for like an hour, two hours, three hours. Oh, wow. say that, man. Say all that. All my energy was gone just from simple things. And it, became, it could be like, dog, I'm fucking starving, but I don't have the energy to do anything, so I'm just going to take this nap because you can't be starving while you sleep. Um, right. <laughs> and it was like I had never felt an energy drain like that. Yeah. Um, that I could literally go from being great to four hours later, SpongeBob voice really quickly. So <laughs> Man, yeah, it was... the more energy is definitely a plus of being able to just walk and do things 
without having to like um, have to breathe deeply for a while or just have no energy afterwards is really a big change. I feel that, man. I feel that. I, I was, um, again, because I was awful, I was down for three, like a solid three weeks. My And my girlfriend had started to feel better. And I felt bad because she had gone kind of like a little stir crazy in the house. <clears throat> like, you know, really, in the, we were in the house in the same spot. Like, we we basically uh, we got a sectional and we, we moved our table out of the living room and we brought our guest bed into the living room floor so that way we could be in front of the TV together. And we just like didn't move for like a week and a half. And when she mm-hmm. finally started feeling better, she had been in the house. And so mm-hmm. I like felt bad because she felt a little bit better. And she wasn't forcing me to move or nothing, but she felt better than me quicker. And I'm like, I like I just really hope that she didn't ex- like need me to do nothing for because I'm like I'm sorry I'm out I'm still like I'm st- and I was starting to get a little discouraged because I'm like why do I still feel like this and she you know what I'm saying she I'm like worried I'm mm-hmm. like is something more wrong with me or what's mm-hmm. happening because I just didn't feel I didn't feel completely start feeling completely better to like the end of the third week mm-hmm. and then I went back on a Friday on the fourth week but it 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 um. It was it was crazy, man. And like that that the way it dr- does drain you, sick, bro. No pun intended, but like, right. you know, it was yikes, bro. I didn't know. I didn't know. And honestly, even just being honest, right here on the pod, Russell, I didn't realize that you actually had COVID until about yeah. until until about <laughs> until like last week. Because and I didn't bring it up here to say it in the pod because I didn't want to feel like I hadn't been paying attention. I I thought you I thought you had a sinus like your actual sinus thing because you and TS kept saying sinus, and I'm like, oh. You know, oh, no. I didn't... It, it started. <laughs> it started with a sinus infection, but I went to get tested because it wasn't like going away. And at first, like the little sinus medicine was was helping, but I'm like, let me go get tested just because because this feels different than a sinus infection. I was hoping it was just a sinus infection, oh, but I okay. had a sinus infection before um, I had full blown <clears throat> COVID, and they think that <clears throat> excuse me, that might have been um, more than enough to really compromise my system to really. For me to catch it, so yeah, yeah. that was the little, the the little joke that we was having because he started off saying that he had that sinus infection. I was like, oh, bro, that's exactly all the symptoms that I had before I caught COVID. <laughs> right. Russell was like, yo, shut the hell up. Why would you even say all that? And I was like, I'm just saying, man, that's what I had. And then a little bit later, he was like, yeah, I got COVID. Ts, shut the fuck up. Don't say nothing. <laughs> so wow. I proceeded to say something. All right, I love this friend group. That's that damn brain frog. All right. <laughs> Not even fog, brain frog. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm saying right, you can't wait. You can jump off this shit on what? I'm saying it. Oh man. Yo, I so I didn't realize until this last week when you had to like we've been talking about COVID and you mm-hmm. like you basically said in the chat something about us all having COVID and that's when I was like it dawned on me like damn he had COVID like I if I would have known <laughs> you would, we had a personal chat about something else in regards to people knowing you had were were sick. And that's mm-hmm. it, that's when it all clicked, and I'm like, oh, my my man's was really sick, and I would have <laughs> checked in more had you had I known, because you know, with the COVID, Listen, shit, I, I ain't like that. I don't like you know, so right, no, and see, I I, I know how how you are, um, and so I wasn't really worried about it. Um, I was mostly checking on my other people because my symptoms in comparison to other people that I was talking to 
was light, except for that one night I had, like, everything else was like, okay, this is manageable. I just need to, like, take some time off from work just so I can, you know, regulate my energy and right. make sure I'm eating and stuff like that. But as far as, like, like my family, I was like, yeah, y'all going through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and knowing your experience, I'm like, yeah, this is what dog went through. So I should be straight. I just, you know, lay low and just, just heal. Man. So I was I wasn't even you know, wasn't even nothing like that, you know what I'm Man. saying? I was like, damn, now my nigga had the code. I ain't. <laughs> I should have sent something damn like a package, care package or some shit like. Oh uh, man, y'all y'all send me all types of stuff, man. I was like, I was so uh, super uh, super smooth through this, and my folks was really like looking out for me. Um, and even M, she hit, you know, came through with like, man, you know, drop me off a little care package. I was like, yo, this is, I mean, I love y'all. Like, I really appreciate y'all because y'all just don't know <laughs> how much y'all helped me during this time. So, yeah, man, you know, I don't consider it light at all. I, you know, I really appreciate y'all. Um, so let's, uh, let's do the second question. Um, has there been a change that you recognize from how your life was pre-COVID to now being post-COVID? whether it's a change in you physically or a change in a routine or practice that you have now? No. No, because I've always been very, I wear my mask. We sanitize every, after everything. <clears throat> you know, um, I sprayed my house. And I was never, I only caught COVID because my sister came into my house with COVID. <laughs> right. And she was a, but now she hurt. She didn't change up her, her tune, but she was anti-mask. Like, this shit fake. Got it. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Brought it yeah. in, and so, um, but I know my my routines have not changed because I was always, we've always been very hella safe and like you know we'll go places but we'll like we go to the movies but we'll like carry wipes and we'll wipe down the seats before we even sit in like little shit like that like so, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um yeah so no my mine's mine's the same. Mine hasn't changed. Uh, I'm like McCoy. I went got vaccinated and. I mean, I was vaccinated before I had caught COVID, so vaccination, masks, all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. I guess the idea of going out, I might be a little more hesitant now. Mm -hmm. um, so I was interested in seeing Spider-Man a while ago, but it was like, man, I got to sit in the theater. Before I had caught COVID, I would, yeah, sure, whatever, I'll go to the theater, I'll be <laughs> fine. But after having COVID, it's like, man, I couldn't taste Jamaican food, man. Like... <laughs> I could wait for shit to hit DVD. I was checking Disney Plus for a while. Like, okay, it's got to drop. It's got to drop. But it keep making billions in the uh, every weekend. It's like, fuck, man, y'all stop going to the damn theater so they can stream this shit in Disney. <laughs> oh, man. Like, I had just looked today, because we were talking about Marvel, and uh, Shang-Chi Shang yeah. had... Yeah, see, that's on uh, Disney Plus. So I'm like, okay, bet I can finally see Dog at home. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a great, it's a great origin story of your family, TS. It's gonna be wonderful for you if you haven't seen it. I think you should. You'll really enjoy it. You really enjoy it. Yeah, I'm about to annoy the fuck out of my wife with trying to make portals out of nowhere. What are you making circles <laughs> on that air for? <laughs> what is wrong with you? It's gonna work. It's gonna work. I know. <laughs> right. All you of just sudden, gotta believe in the heart of the cards, Jamie. Come on. <laughs> All of a sudden, I fall through the portal and shit. What the fuck, TS? God damn it, man. Yes. Yes. It, <laughs> it worked. I'm gonna jump back in. Fuck out of here. Like, no. He said, no, no, no. <laughs> COVID's <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Bring your ass back to Max Dispatch. You're gonna be fine. <laughs> Not unless he got Big Max. <laughs> you got a whole value meal for me. I might stay for a little right, bit. Right. We'll talk. We'll, we'll converse a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but, um, 
so pre-COVID, I don't want to say I was more reckless because, you know, I was masked up and all that other stuff. But after COVID, now I second be second-guessing um, who I'm going to be around and what kind of crowd it's going to be in. Are we going to be outside? We're going to be in the middle of a bunch of people. We're going to be sitting for a while. It's So, yeah, I guess that mindset has changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. But my routine hasn't changed overall, I would say. Okay. Um, so as far as like the normal shit I do, like I, McCoy, you was here and you know I clean my keep my shit clean. Like I just right. yeah, I just sure. hate hate clutter, I hate yeah. you know, yeah. dust, all that shit. So I keep everything clean. So that's never been something that I did not do before. Of course I wear masks and stuff. Um and I've been vaccinated um prior to having COVID. So all the, the normal practice and shit was like a no brainer. I still would do the same thing. But I, I think during this time when I had COVID and when I was like really to myself, um, <clears throat> it really made me focus and pay attention to the behavior and motives of others. Mm. So during the time I was sick and even after, so many people really showed me who they were or who they weren't, and I would then act accordingly. Like I've never had uh, any problem with like my my circle as far as like. Uh, you guys, like right. my, my people, and then certain people outside my circle, uh, outside this circle, I should say, not outside my circle, but outside this circle, um, who I keep close contact with, you know, family members and things of that nature. Um, but it really made me pay attention to what people do and say and take it at face value. Um, I can't tell you how many people I got rid of um, who were just really dead weight because of patterns I recognized. Not, you know, not from one thing, not from two things, but a continual pattern that I recognized that made them like leechers or fakes or just people who I didn't want to associate with. And I think it became a lot easier to really distinguish who is for me and who isn't because I don't have the same rosy gloss from pre-COVID. Yeah. Uh, people have told me that I'm, I'm meaner now but I realize it's because I don't cater to their bullshit anymore. I don't allow for the manipulation, and I have stricter boundaries in place. And a lot of people don't like boundaries, so when you put them <coughs> at arm's length because they're doing shit that's detrimental to you and to the relationship, people definitely don't like that. And so energy and intentions have really been exposed out here, and I act accordingly for sure. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. That, that, All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Glad that you said everybody outside the circle because you and McCoy was talking about care packages. I'm like, damn, I ain't sending my guy no ramen noodles or nothing. <laughs> and you know, and, and let's, talk, let's talk about this, uh, TS. I wasn't going when I said care package. I was about to cut in. Like the only reason I ain't send TS one because as soon as you, I was checking in, trying to check in on y'all every couple of day, whatever. But as soon as you said, you were like, when you told me about it, you're like, yeah, we had it, we had it at home. I'm good. Like you always do that ts shit where you just like blow shit out like you're like uh ah, whatever and so i'm right. like is this nigga that's why i would check in but you kept saying no we're fine we're fine we're fine because right. i was gonna be like do you need me to sing you some meds and shit but you right. this and so the care package is not only for russell it's for this entire frame group just so you know <laughs> just so and, you know. and honestly, i didn't know we were sending care packages though so my bad. <laughs> but, 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 but I'm thinking, I like, care. The, the thing is, the intention is still there as far as our circle group, because each one of us knows that if we reached out to any one of us, if we could, we would. And that's that's the, the, the mindset we've always had as a friend group, because McCoy hit me up and he was like, man, I can't go get my meds. Could you? And I'm like, yeah, tell yeah, me where it is. I got sure. it. You know what I'm saying? I got it. I'll drop it off for you. Um, however, you know, you need, because that's the type of friends we are. Yeah. Um, when you hit us up and be like, hey, I need such and such, we, you know, we there and right. we we 
come to you. Cody, if he comes outside, you know, we <laughs> go and stand on his steps or something. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that's that's why it was important for me when I realized he had COVID. I felt bad right away because Russell looked out. And, you know, as a friend group, that's just, I want to make sure that we know, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I just want all of us to always know, like, you know, we got each other's back type of thing. So, yeah, it was important that I was like, yeah, you know, anybody can get the care package. That's not a, you know, anybody can get, you, you, can, get, you can get it. You can get it. Pause. But... <laughs> Right. Uh, right, but it really, like I said, it really showed me who was for me, who was with me, because like even when I was going through, um, we were still doing our same old, same old, and checking in on each other and, and check with each other, um, because that's just who we are as friends and as people. Um, the the surprising thing as far as what happened when I had COVID was M coming through and dropping off like she dropped me off like some fruits, vegetables, and some some meds and stuff like that. Like it was just so out of the blue. I was just like, yo, okay, this is who these are the type of people that I want in my life. These are people who I know really love me, really looking out for me because they keep checking on me. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. For sure. For sure. Um, and so I think this is the going to be the last question here. Uh, but uh, third question is, um, you know, we often talked about getting back to normal in our chat. And I've heard it said many times in different places, you know, on different media. Um, but what do you each consider normal that you're trying to get back to or what normal practice or routine do you want to come back oh wow um i want to be able to not be scared to go out in public and (laughs) come back with covid (laughs) (laughs) for sure so whatever that is that's what i want (laughs) um you know funny that you should say that because i was talking about this yesterday um one of my favorite things in life, we I get on here and I get emotional talk, talking with my, my brothers, but one of my favorite things in life is this podcast and how we started and how we started getting together every Saturday, like clockwork, we get drunk, you know, whatever, turn up with each other, shoot the shit. And COVID shut that down. And now two of us live in different places. So mm-hmm. the camaraderie, we all tight, but the camaraderie, that energy that we had as a unit and being in front of each other, I miss that. I miss being able to have gatherings of that caliber, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm... I'm not necessarily... Niggas, no, I ain't. I don't like outside, no way. Um, so <laughs> this... The shutdown, actually, outside of that, it's been great for me. I mean, I've been working from home <laughs> for, two, for two years. Working from home for two years, I don't... Because shit's shut down, people ain't urging me to try to go somewhere I don't want to go. It's been a fucking amazing. Um, it's, but it's being able to be in front of people that I want to be in front of because mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. COVID, even the way I get together, throwing small house parties and shit like that, that shit has to be contained and thought out before you do it. You know what I mean? And so that is, that's what I want to get back to being able to gather in peace without being stressed out that this is going to fuck something up, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. <clears throat> So, <clears throat> and for you, me, yeah, for me, it's uh, the one night stands because these bitches, no, I'm kidding. uh, <laughs> those ain't went nowhere. I was still sneaking fucking the black pants playing. Um, and I said, hoes, if you thought of a specific gender, then you niggas out there need your shit checkers because hoes are universal. Right. Um, but for me, um, just like McCoy was saying, I couldn't really think of anything because nothing doesn't seem all that abnormal for me 
the working from home thing is a godsend because fuck people and corporations, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and even still, you motherfuckers still going to restaurants, bars, and clubs, so there's been no no change there. <laughs> like, motherfuckers are still going to concerts and comedy shows and shit. That's mine. <laughs> um, people still hanging out, doing whatever they want in most places. Still traveling all over the globe. I can order food or groceries or pretty much anything at this point online. I guess the only thing I would really want back to normal is um, the supply chain, I guess, because that is really suffering madly. If you haven't um, looked into that, um, um, it is barren in a lot of places, and it's terrifying. Yeah, um, yeah. I would want the work ethic to return, not this get-rich-quick-and-die-mentality niggas have. Um, <laughs> I would want individuality to return because everybody's like a carbon carb car, a carbon copy of like everybody else. Everybody's trying to look the same, not trying to be in a similar state of health or, or mental health, but just augmenting and transforming their bodies to fabricate happiness. I mean, say what you want about that, that dancing muscular dude, but at least he appears to be enjoying life genuinely at the expense of the comfort <laughs> of others. But that's how you should be living life. You know what I mean? Out loud on your terms, fuck what everybody thinks, yep. which is why I get it. Uh, I get why they have the surgeries, why they have the implants, why they have the hair transplants, the different ways men and women change themselves to feel or simulate happiness. But it all has to come from within. Um, One of my favorite song lyrics from music is that uh, if you're a fat man, then be a happy fat man. If you're a poor man, then be a happy poor man. Um, He goes on to say that, you know, he isn't trying to tell you to not better yourself, but if you're alive and well, then be alive and well. I feel that's more profound than he originally thought when he wrote it, especially in these times. But do things that keep you living life, but also alive. Okay. Okay. Life after COVID has been kind of, for me, all about my own sanity and health, even more so than before. Um, There are some remaining effects that I'm working on rectifying or diminishing to further promote my health. um, Because I still have those moments where, you know, I get shortness of breath. Um, from doing things, but I can definitely tell the difference in an energy drain that was before, and maybe this is just a side effect of, you know, me one having a breathing um, problem as far as the sleep apnea goes, the weight that needs to come down, and then, you know, just the after effects from COVID. So that's definitely something I'm working on. Um, also, while not disregarding or downplaying the health journeys of others, I wish all my people and loved ones that they would prosper and be in health, um, and that they implement right. some changes to feel better, to promote peace, just like I'm trying to do in my territory, and for it to be a springboard for improvement in all areas of life. And I encourage y'all to do the same, man. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Say that. Yeah, we all trying to get better than what we were before. Yeah, yep. for sure. Yep. So. Prosody out. So, before we wrap up for the good people, we got <laughs> our guests of honor today he is going to go back in his bag one more time and he gonna give us the fucked up story of the week you know i was thinking instead of calling them fucked up stories because we could sarcastically say that they're good jobs (laughs) yo good job and shout out to this person for doing that but i guess yeah fucked up story good job for this part of the week I want to say shout out to these scientists, right? Because um, I guess it was a feat or really difficult to tell the sex of turtles. Um, I 
I don't know what drugs they used to give them or how they used to determine it, but apparently it was a very, very cumbersome thing and it could be inconclusive and telling the gender of a turtle is just kind of hard, which is kind of a pun because <laughs> the way they have figured out to determine the sex of a turtle now is to use vibrators on them. So they take these vibrators and they stimulate the turtles in the middle of their, their legs or whatever. And within a few seconds, sometimes, sometimes within a few minutes, all of a sudden you got a little turtle boner and that's how, you know, you got a male turtle on your hands. And if, no stimulation happens. Well, uh, no boner happens. You know, you got a female. But yeah, that's how they're determining uh, the sex of turtles these days. So good job to them. Fucked up story, whatever. Shout out to scientists doing their thing. <laughs> Man. Perverse in the, the, the name of science. You know what, T.S.? <laughs> Can't nobody do this shit like you, bro. I will say you that. I'm going to tell you that right goddamn now. I'm going to tell you that right goddamn now. Okay. That is a interesting story of the week. Um, yeah, yeah, and just because I don't know, um, the next time I'm going to be on, I had another really quick one for you. Go ahead. Along the same lines of, um, I guess, genital stimulation. Not mutilation, stimulation. There was... <laughs> There's a, a OnlyFans artist who used to sell her uh, farts in a jar. And she ended up going into the hospital because of flatulence issues. And uh, for the same thing that she was selling, now she is having problems with and is getting treated for. So shout out to her, I guess, and her doctors. <laughs> Blew her ass all up. <laughs> that is... They call her Lady Shotgun. Well, God, this is... All right, so... <laughs> And that is episode 106 of Not Politically Correct. Bazooka bitch. Right. <laughs> it's your boy, Real McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What It Do, a.k.a. Young Slash God. Russell. <laughs> Fireman, the bus, let's go. And T.S.? And it's, it's the homie T.S., a.k.a. C-Nova. You know I gotcha, a.k.a. Big Mac to Dispatch, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> We out here, baby. <laughs> and on that note, it's over. Uh, gang!